So this is our new podcast studio. What do you think? Quite like it. Although I don't know whether they're for aesthetics or whether it's actually noise cancelling. I think um, it's to tone JV's sound yeah. down. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's gone early, isn't he? He's gone early. Straight in with that little jab. Like that. <laughs> I, I know I had a bit of fun at Christmas, but whoa, early days. I've had six weeks to think of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Today I've had a really good conversation with John and Neil about the future of work and we've, we've jumped right forward to 2052 and beyond and we've described to you the audience what we think work will look like at that point in time so we've touched on things like the metaverse and how that will interplay with our work life we've touched on what that will mean to to us as individuals and to society in general so without further ado welcome to tomorrow's workplace today I want to. I want to take you forward. Let's say thirty years. Okay. Perfect. What's what's thirty years look like? Twenty fifty two. Hang on. Yeah, I think I'm just retiring. <laughs> about that time. <laughs> Retirement and letting technology just do, do it. Do what I. You know, they won't miss me. No so, one will miss me. So, miss me. It's, it's, the, it's the only accurate comment you're going to make during this whole, <laughs> whole Oh, podcast. today's my day. <laughs> so right. So twenty thirty two. JV's on the golf course, which is the best place for him, right? What what does a workplace of 2032 look like? What, 10 years' time? 2052. 2052. 2052. Right. 2052. There we go. I'll do it again. So, no, no, no. 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 Keep okay. It. All of this remains. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a podcast. I'm sure when I interviewed you, you said you could, uh, you could edit videos. I may have made some... Yeah. Um, Exaggerations are my skill set. All right, so so 2052. Uh, I'll start with I'll start with Neil. Describe well, it to me. What, what's it What's it looking like? If uh, yeah, Mr. Zuckerberg has his way, we'll we'll all be sat at home with our little head. Meta, set, you're going so straight into going Meta. Straight in, I think. Wow. Uh, okay, that's what the future holds. If again, the guy's got quite a bit of money, and he seems to control a fair bit of. Uh, Digital real estate. So he, um, yeah, if he gets his way, then again, that 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 world for mm. for for generations of kids that have grown up gaming online, mm. they plug in anywhere. They stick their headsets on. That's how they socialize. So it's like they're 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 home from school straight away. They're on and they're doing whatever uh, Minecraft Brilliant. or absolutely. So my my Brilliant. kids are too young for this. I've not seen this yet, and I'm it's this, coming, this generation. Steve. Steve, it's coming. You've just you've just very accurately summed up my son. Yeah, and but the, the thing is, I think about it. While technology is going to be brilliant and life will be so much easier, just what we're doing now, having a chat. Yeah, I worry in a room about together. That. Yeah, will people? Will that generation still go down the pub? Now, I think they probably will. <laughs> But I, I don't know what it's going to look like because even even though if you think about the last two years where students they've they've what they've had to stay in they've been, mm. they've been told to isolate well how have they socialised mm. have they gone the opposite way when when they have been allowed out have they yeah gone to the clubs and the bars and other bits and pieces and it'll be interesting to see the stats on on that but it's it's we talk about communication like you said like how do we how do you have a conversation with people and mm. I don't think that generation have learned that it's a skill set at the end of the day and I, I don't know about you but when I grew up I, I sort of your first jobs are always kind of I don't know service industry type jobs I was a paper boy and then and then I was working in a restaurant or like a little waiter or whatever and you start chatting to people quite mm. early doors but if they're not entering the workplace until a lot later say they go to university or whatever but are they going to have those or, skills? On the flip side, are they going to be more confident because they can sit mm -hmm. in front of a camera and talk on a mic yeah. and, and have a, an opinion about certain things? And you see them streaming now. They're on Twitch or whatever, and, and they're, they're there playing a game, but they're commentating on it mm -hmm. and interacting with comments on a screen. And it's like, well, that's how they're used to yeah, comment. They're communicating in a different, yeah, way, different, different mediums, way. I guess. So so you're talking about metaverse then yeah. and work. So describe that to me then. How, how are those two things coming together? What does that look like? So I guess 
the from what I've seen so far, that instead of the audiovisual sort of teams type meetings and, and everybody sat around a, a boardroom table and you have your your big telly on the wall and you've got your camera, um, I think the way that it's been pitched is you're at home and you've got a headset on and virtually you sat around a, a table. But a lot of this is, if you think about the movies that we've seen over the years, a lot of the concepts actually, I think, come from all these Star Trek type sci-fi movies mm. where that's kind of how they did it in those. And, and they just bring up, whether it be Avengers, whether it be whatever, and they, they're bringing up virtual people in, in augmented reality around a, a theoretical mm. sort of uh, board table that didn't exist. And it's like, yeah, it's it's a strip. But... That sounds, I'll be honest, I can't wait to be on a golf course. If that's how in 30, <laughs> 30 years' time it's going to be, and it's not because I don't like technology, I love technology, but you know, we were mentioning a little bit ago about like university. If we take, and I'm not disagreeing yeah. what you're saying, but it just doesn't sound like a world that I'd love because it, university, everyone's just going to be at home because we'll be virtually in, yeah, yeah. you know. But all, it, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but I've just finished a book, actually. You're just talking about well films. Thank you. Yeah, um, for first first ever. But <laughs> no, uh, Ready Ready Player One is called. Okay. And it basically describes. So I think on, you a read film. the book and didn't watch the film. I think there's a film. I was about there to say. Yeah, yeah, film, yeah. I've called... not seen the film. Wow. Okay. But uh, the book was really good, and okay. it describes very. See, I've not uh, seen the film. Very but, similarly, okay. what you just described. To what it's a kid, isn't it? And he he lives with his auntie in a caravan or something, and but he. He spends his days in this yeah. alternative universe, and he goes to school there. He goes to bars there. That's where he lives his life all the time. Um, which sound when I, the concept sounds a bit scary to start with, but actually all the experiences that you just described, he gets, but he gets in a kind of alternative universe. And so is that any different? And then it's kind of like, okay, so what what is the benefits of that? I guess well, you are opening the world up to people that do live. In completely remote, as mm. long as they've got an internet connection, yeah, then they don't have to travel four or five hours. So it's like, so now at the moment, for the last two years, I've been using Teams instead of having to drive three, four, five yeah, hours yeah. to see my customers. And if you look at my performance in terms of effectiveness in sales, yeah, because I'm getting, I'm getting to have more meetings, sat in front of more people. Yeah, not I've reduced my expense overhead because I'm not driving. Um, so there's. There's pros and cons. Am I still having the same experience with the product that I'm selling being, with it being digital? Yes, I think people, mm. have, they're able to see the product because it's software. They're getting to see that they're having the conversations with myself and Richard. And and I'm not, maybe I'm maybe a bit of an odd one out, but I'm not missing the traveling to no, go you're, see you're absolutely right. Wait, I don't agree. Really? I, I agree. In the main, where I'll counter is, so this week I've actually been out in my car a bit and I've actually quite enjoyed the freedom of, while I do accept that with Teams, it's it's much more efficient, uh, as in you can go from you know one meeting to the next, to the next, to the next, instead of traveling between A, B and C. Yep. Get that. Where I would say, where I'd counter it is that actually one of the strengths that we have and anyone has is is their eyes going into a company and actually as you walk mm. through reception you see something you think oh remember that i'll bring that up or you walk through to the meeting room and you go through multiple different departments and you see that and you go i'll bring that up mm. on a teams you just it's just like the three of us having a chat that's a good point and you yeah. don't see it and i also think the other thing with teams where you can be and don't get me wrong, I agree with you. I, I've found it beneficial to be able to have meetings all around, you know, the British Isles, yeah, yeah. And, and not have to take a ferry to have a meeting in Ireland, and, yeah. and not have to take a plane to go down to Cornwall. Wherever is that? From a personal point of view, I sometimes find it a little bit stressful in that you go from meeting to meeting to meeting. You never have an opportunity to decompress decompress and, yeah, and, and condense what you've had the last meeting about and you're straight into the next one mm, yeah. and uh, I sometimes think that actually having that time to go from A to B in your car preferably in an electric car you know yeah. it's coming yeah. to, to to make a couple of calls to uh, I you know to 
decompress and identify the things that, right, I need to organize that for that meeting rather than going through and then going at the end of the day, I've got all of these points to catch up on. Mm. So maybe, maybe it's the difference between effective and effectiveness. You're saying, we, sorry, efficiency and effectiveness. Yeah, yeah. We can be very efficient because we can have eight meetings in a day, but actually how effective are those meetings and are we getting yeah, the best yeah, out? I do agree with you. If you have back-to-back -back yeah. Teams meetings and it's just it's, it's relentless all day and you do come out with a different type of stress and it's like, yeah, yeah. You do feel as like, yeah, I need to get up and go for a walk. I need to go take the dog out or do mm. something because yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. And and you're right with, with, with the driving. The irony is I do love driving so it's a case of yeah I, i've sacrificed that slightly but um and, and yeah 100 percent when you are in a in a customer's office and you're walking around yeah you can spot things or they can bring you and point out certain things or you can look over the shoulder of how, how are you doing it currently and yeah. that type of stuff i think the other um, thing though just jumping in the, the the other thing is that actually um you've only got to look one of the and you know Please, no one you know that watches this think that I'm against technology because I, I love it and I think it's you know it's going to add value. And where we go in thirty years' time, uh, who you know, I, I, I dread to think, but I don't dread to think. It's really exciting what our children are going to go through. But that said, the um, I've lost my train of thought. The <laughs> the um, no editing. Remember? No, no. Yeah. The uh, the the thing with technology is that. In the last two years, one of the concerns has been mental health. And it's a really serious subject. And a lot of it has been because people have been stuck at home and they haven't been interacting. Mm. So when we go back to the metaverse and we're talking about putting VR headsets on and we're going to be in this meeting room, actually, if you're just in the same room, the same four walls or, you know, be it a room or a house or wherever, actually, do you know what? That, that's I wonder what the offset of being able to be anywhere you want using this unbelievable technology is for your actual well-being yeah this is you're right because as a human being we've got more than just like we've got more senses than just our eyes so like if we was to because if it's just a meeting room and and yet yeah, we're gonna talk to people in a meeting room i get that but then when it goes from a leisure perspective if they started to do virtual reality of visit hawaii or whatever I'm gonna go surfing away. Well, there's more. There's more than just sticking a headset on and and being there. And again, a lot of the 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 virtual reality stuff now is like swimming with whales or whatever and underwater and, and these experiences that just kind of freak our brain out a little bit because we're not having the other senses of the sensation of our skin being under the water. All will these other we, bits. Like, as, as, as like, technology evolves, well, maybe. in 30 years, will we have that fully immersive virtual reality experience and potentially? How different will that be to this? There'll be there'll be people in R and D centers up and down the country. Oh. There'll be people trying to create that type of thing. It's a bit like years and years ago, they try and do smell a vision or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, They're yeah. bringing sensors yeah. into TV and stuff like that. But yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, the three D TV kind of came and went pretty quickly, mm. but now it's all about the audio. So they're trying to do spatial audio around you to try and immerse you. But again. The argument is it'd still be better to be at the live gig or event or go to the actual cinema or, or that type of stuff. It's it's an experience. Humans still like to embody and embrace experiences. So the, the metaverse for me from a, a workplace, it would be great to, it's, a, it's more of a collaboration thing to, again, like we've touched on space and time. I'd have to fly to China or America or whatever we can, Bring, as long as yeah, people in the right mm. time zones, you can actually have these uh, better sort of, um, what would you say, better sort of conversations, or could it be like um, all these expos and trade events? So uh, I don't know, people have got these massive rooms. So at the moment, if you can't attend them in person, you do a virtual one on Zoom or whatever. Mm. Well, what if you put your headset on and actually walk the floor as mm. if you were at the event? And But then when you walked up to, I don't know, someone's, event and you press the button and they pop and you started conversing with a person there there's going to be different ways of in, interacting mm. um because really as in a business nearly every business is 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 there to serve another they all have customers so it's yes okay if you're going to be manufacturing something um it's going to be a strange thing because 
more and more robots are building things, cars and robots are coming. Do you know what I mean? But then the humans in the back office that we generally see a lot of with the paperwork, a lot of that might be moving to the blockchain. A lot of that's going to be is, how do you generate? Will we need this information anymore? Are we just going to tap watches and it's going to transact and all yeah. this type of stuff? And it's like so. That, so that vision that. Neil kind of just described in terms of the metaverse and people going to work in the yeah. metaverse while they're sat at home in their underpants or whatever. Is that, <laughs> yeah. Do you wow. buy into that? Is that and 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 how far away is that? Are you uh, going to be still around? Well, <laughs> touch with Steve. I'm I'm still around. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the, that's the aim and the desire. Um, yeah. Well, ex exactly. I was actually going to say for for me. It's it's probably less so about the three of us in this room. It's more about our kids and mm -hmm. what's what's their employment um, opportunities going to be like, and what will that involve? And you know, I mean, we were saying about you know kids and they come in from school and they go straight upstairs, put the headset on, and that's it. See you mm -hmm. later. You know, bedtime. I, I think so. When it comes to the work side of it, I I can see that happening. What I was going to come back to Neil on just as an alternative, and I'm not trying to be argumentative this afternoon, is, is around, um, I think where technology is going to really evolve and, and help is actually sort of not quite hybrid, but if someone wants to go and meet someone visit, you know, personally, they can. If they can't or they don't want to, they don't have to, and it's going to give that, that choice. Mm. And um, you were saying, you know, Let's do a business deal in China rather than right. You know, you've got a road trip. You've got in the current climate, you know, emissions and all of that. Actually, being able to do something like that, but it be a bit more than just in a screen in a Teams environment, and it's it's more you know holistic, if you will. Then um, I think it's it's great. But for me, I'm thinking probably not about me in thirty years. I'm thinking more about my son, our kids, as to what they're going to do. What what jobs are they what skills are they going to need? Because, you know, the way technology is going, you've only got to see how Zuckerberg and, and that side of things, Amazon, how they how they evolve, you know, pretty much month on month as to, mm. you know, something new, how that will impact our kids and what skills will they need? Will they need to go to university or will, you know, a computer or a VR headset take that away? You were saying earlier about, you know, or maybe you, Steve, about, Google, that's there's there's where you need to go to reference anything you need. Mm. Go to Google. So what do our kids need down the line? You know, yeah, good and, question. And even accelerating that. So does a degree necessarily need to take four years when at the end of that degree the information you've just learnt is outdated? Depends on which degree you're in, but um things like marketing moving so quickly, trends move and emerge. So I mean Alan Sugar was talking about TikTok. And it's like, hang on, a couple of years ago, he's on The Apprentice talking about the the, the importance of having a, a social media strategy and using TikTok. And it's like, hang on, what? But um, but yeah, it could be that you you want to learn a specific topic, but these micro courses that are, I don't know, could be an hour, two hours, three hours, six weeks long, gives you enough information to, to obviously then go and do what you want to do. But I think if you still want to be a doctor or even things like doctors, it's going to be an interesting one because yeah. I've got a friend of mine that's in the wellbeing space and he's doing a lot with tech and, and the whole um, AI within that where they can mm. diagnose um, test results and you've got a bot doing and yeah. just looking and analyzing AI, all the data yeah. and they're going to be able to do um, diagnosis based on, on data and, and things like that. It's phenomenal. But again, that's there to assist the human ultimately. And then I see a lot of it. If, if we aren't going to be doing the office-based stuff that we used to, then what will we be doing? And I kind of, I, I get the, I think there's going to be more and more experiences. So as we free up, say, okay, so what do I want to do? I want to go to that country. I want to live there for a month or six months, or I want to go and yeah, trek in the jungle, or I want to go to see the Sahara Desert or whatever. So the travel is going to be interesting, but also uh, restaurants and art galleries and all these other music venues. So that the sensory stuff that we like to do, you're still going to have to have people working in there as a mm. service-based 
um, sort of industry. But in then 30 years' time, do you think? Well, okay. So what about what physical robots, like? not yeah. just like ro software robots, but in 30 okay, years' so, time? Yeah, people that are taking your tickets and a lot of that might be automated that like you can just walk in and we'll and, probably have a chip inside us that we'll walk, yeah. we'll walk through a, if yeah. trains are still around we'll walk through a train station well, yeah, and there'll be a chip be or something up. Up. Yeah. Uh, yeah that Steve Motley is in London <laughs> and yeah, they'll know exactly where you are and yeah. it'll charge your Amazon account well, they, yeah. you'll just pick up a bottle of, I mean it happens now I, I was in London the other week and they have the Amazon fresh and mm. it's happening now so in 30 years that will probably be more accomplished you just walk in pick up what you want, walk out, and it'll just charge you. So, so that's, be... two, that's two sectors that you've kind of touched on that are going to change significantly probably over the next 20 years. So in terms of retail, yeah, it's that almost self-service, 100% self-service function. And then in terms of medical, using AI and machine learning to actually do a lot of that diagnostics, I mean, that's real close to kind of what we do, and you can see that happening, can't yeah. you? Uh, and, and I think with that, that that you know the the, the beauty of that is that um, certainly from the health side of things, you know, even though you've got you know some really clever experts you know dotted around the world, and you know that can having something where software can just go right, yeah, those six things equals yeah, that. Look, look at that, and yeah, yeah, exactly, and then meaning that we can you know potentially live longer because we can get to the root cause of whatever the ailment is way sooner is brilliant. Early, yeah. A brief pause to our chat, um, just to tell you a little bit about Spectrum Digital and how we help companies just like yourselves. So we help uh, automate mundane tasks within a business, be it in HR, be it in finance, sales, operations, health and safety, you name it, where you would like to get more from your staff, we can help. So uh, I'll let you get back to the chat, but think Spectrum Digital. All these things, because that, that trend it's going to replicate across all industries or loads of industries. And that's going to mean that people are needed less to do kind of mundane tasks. So what, what's going to be the result of that? Is that going to be people are going to work less? So we're going to be working three, four days a week. What, four we, day a week? Four day, we see that on Whoa. LinkedIn and Whoa. we see a lot of that kind of in the news. Is that going to happen and take off? Or is that time going to be consumed doing other stuff that we're not currently doing? I personally think it, it will. The four-day-a-week is, is probably the one that's been studied the most at the moment. So I know in Sweden they're looking at it a lot. In, ja in Japan, I think they're looking at it a lot. And you're right, they're, they're basing it on effectiveness. Hmm. So it's, it's a case of, yeah, if you're used to going in Monday to Friday, nine to five, are, are you actually... So there's a big thing around absenteeism, but then presenteeism. So you've come in, but are you actually working? Wow, what, there's, what, a what, there's a what, term. What are you doing? Are you present? Are you actually done something? Like, again, so what? what is the desired outcome of your role? Is it effective? Can you get it done in four days? Probably, if you condensed yeah. it. But I mean, then, anecdotally, I've not looked into it in detail, but the results seem to indicate that you can be as effective in a four-day week as you can in a five. I don't know. But so then, so then, yeah, not you don't, you're not, not your face me. is suggesting not. Yeah, not, I'm not having that. Why not? Why not? Come on. But, well, s simply because uh, I think I think there's potential in certain roles where you can, you know, be more effective in four, you know, or yeah, be more effective in four days, have the fifth day off and have a nice long weekend. But uh, for me, uh, as we are now, 2022 i don't think many roles you could do it because i think and uh, it's uh, things that you know articles i've read and and statements i've you know seen on twitter and you know, other mediums is is around you work harder sorry you work longer mm. in the before um the, the the you know the four days that that you're working you get tired you know later into the day where you're doing those extra hours um in a, in a sales role, you can't get hold of people. If you're doing, you know, four, what, nine-hour days or 10-hour days, um, there's going to be times where you're not going to be able to get hold of the people that you want. Um, I'm not – I am I see it as down the line, I can see it being absolutely the norm, and mm. I, I wish that for, you know, our, our kids in the, in the future that if they can have, a, you know, a, a more even split between – recreational and going getting life experiences and then earning you know a crust but at the moment and i know it's just in its embryonic stages at the moment for me though i can't see how it can work the only way i can see it can work is actually by some of the things that 
we offer to the you know where we're taking taking a lot of the mundane or the manual bits away and i'm not trying to take it down that road but that's the only way if, but, if, but if we have to do the same doing what we do in four days instead of five i can't see whether the quality will be there in that condensed period but that's that's the point isn't it you know, a lot of what all of us do day to day can be automated and certainly in time will be automated yep. which is going to free up a percentage of your time whatever that percentage is so then are you going to use that percentage to have a better work-life balance or will the next generation use that to have a better work-life balance or will they use that percentage to do other stuff because you, you, you could you could rewind the clock because what we're talking about here is like um a nine to five Monday to Friday. That's not always been the working way of life. So no. if you rewind it further, so I know we're projecting sort of in the future by 30 years, but if we rewind it further, even 100 years, you've got certain industries, they're working seven days a week. They're in mm -hmm. certain countries now, and they talk about it in terms of yeah, modern day slavery and all this type of stuff. There's people working in factories 12 hours a day every day. And 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 but they, they don't have a say, do they? A lot of those. Whereas you're right. So you do. You do. Yeah. yeah. So what are you going to do? Are you going to spend a day on the golf course, or are you going to spend that Not day that you freed up doing something else in a work capacity? Now, in. All honesty, it does depend whether I share with the wife that I've gone down to a four days or not. Because <laughs> um, if I don't, then I'm on the golf course. If I have to share it, then I'm part of it, actually, which I always struggle to find time. I'd probably try and do things like, you know, more charitable work and things like that. Or depending on situation, potentially, you know, just use that fifth day to, I don't know, mean I get a fast start the, the you know, the Monday after... I don't know, Steve. I've not really seriously yeah. thought about it. I think it's, it's human nature, though. People will use that time to do something else, but in a work capacity, I think. I think yeah. they'll fill it with other stuff that they're not currently doing. Like, a few years ago, we weren't doing podcasts. Nobody was doing podcasts. Now we are doing a podcast, and so is loads of other businesses. You are, you are right. You are right. There's, there's certain people that are, that, that are cut from that certain cloth that, They've got that work ethic. They want to, again, they might have a, a nine to five, like you say, and then they've, they've got a side hustle on an evening. They've got another job on a weekend that they're, they're, they're constantly. What did you say? Six. Side hustle. Yeah, side hustle. Love it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, up, I'm up with all these. <laughs> yeah, these you're trendy terms, in, yeah, you're in. Yeah, you're know in mean? with the trendy terms, yeah. despite your age. He's a personal trainer. Did yeah. I mention that? Yeah, too? He's, he's, yeah, done, he's done that yeah, quite a bit. That's what I do yeah. in the side hustle. Yeah, I mean, but, um, but no, in terms of like, You've put me off my question. <laughs> I don't know. You completely knocked we, me off. We live in a capitalist society, yeah. don't we? Everyone's that's trying to make money. Yeah, sorry. And... I, I did Back remember in that. Room. Back in the room. Yeah, I've known people that have worked on oil rigs or firemen and things like that, and they work different shifts. Uh, like firemen, they can get their full like shift in done in three or four days, and then like, now what? So mm. they have some of them do become personal trainers because it's flexible. They can work the dairy around it or whatever, and then oil rigs again they'll go away for three months and come back for three months and they've oh. got nothing to do mm. and then you do get the people that are like well i like to keep busy mm. so and i'm quite entrepreneurial so i'll set up another service i'll do something mm. so you're right unless you've got a hobby whether it be golf whether it be gardening whether it be diy whether it be something that or art or you're gonna have to take up your time doing something mm. unless you're gonna sit on the sofa and just binge netflix it's like but you do get people that do that as well yeah, so it's true. a bit like yeah and, and I guess the you touched on it earlier with the mental health thing. It's a kind of okay. Do I want? A, am I actually put on this planet? Am I born to work, or am I trying to work so I can live? Type mm. scenario. And it's like once you once you've earned enough money to cover your bills and, and you've done that bit, then it's like okay. Ne next, what do I do with this leisure disposable income? How can I mm. invest, or can I do I? Yeah, at what level do I want to get to? And and you're right, there's certain people on this planet that don't have a choice. And then we're lucky enough to, to sort of live in a civilization where we, we're doing this in this, I suppose, country uh, to, to a level. But um, yeah, you're right. What If it was up to me, I'd probably go down to the four-day week. What would I do with the extra time? I'd, I'd probably try and spend a bit more time with the family because I do find... They don't want you. And, 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 and you're right, yeah. They, <laughs> I do find 
by the time I've decompressed, Saturday's gone. And Sunday, I, wow! And then I'm ready. You're not to, running the country. And, well, and it takes I'm, all day to ready, decompress. Yeah. yeah, and then I'm ready to go again on, on Sunday. I'm starting to think about work again on Monday. Yeah. So it but takes then, four days to recompress. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think yeah. as an employer? So you're you, you know you're heading up a mm. part of the business. What what's your view on people? If people start coming up to you and going, Steve, I'd I'd love I'd love to start working a four day week. How do you um, go about that? Yeah, I think. I think we can make it Take work, notes and, we, well, and we do. We do make it work. In fairness, you've got people that work four days in the business. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, you want to measure people by outcomes, don't you? Do they do they deliver outcomes within that working period? If they do, then as a as a leader, then I'm I'm happy. Ultimately, I think you'll get different people will use that time in different ways. Like people, some people will use it to invest and build the next business and become entrepreneurial. Some people will use it to spend time with their family and I think it's... Others will get their to, handicap down. Absolutely. But for people. you personally, what what would you? What are your thoughts oh, on uh, going to the chairman and saying, can I start working four <laughs> days a week? It's, yeah, it's, it's a fair point. It's probably not something that I would do at this point in my career, but in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years time, could I see myself so doing that? The, yeah, probably could. Yeah. In the time frame that we're talking, yeah. you'll probably be thinking, actually, you know, four days will be perfect. Yeah. Why not? I think you know, we, you're, only, you're not here for long, are you? You've got to make the most of your time here. Jumping in again, just to say, look, if you're enjoying the uh, the conversation, like and subscribe, really important for us. Uh, but if you want any more insights as to what we do, how we can help, then jump onto the website. We've got some white papers. We've got some insights. We've got some case studies that I'm sure you'll find really interesting. Right, I'll let you go. Back to the chat. You go up the scale, the higher you go up the scale, the more value. So these people with massive net worth, ma massive net worths, they've still only got the same 24 hours in a day mm -hmm. that does. And then they have to be very, very, very specific over how they spend their time mm -hmm. and who they spend their time with um, and at what topics. So they filter out quite a lot of that stuff. And he's, in, in, in the past, they had bodies to filter out that they had PAs they had assistants they had staff you could argue we've got tech now to, to filter out a yeah. lot of that mm -hmm. stuff and, and protect our time to only focus on the key things that their brains need to be focusing on because of again you've got world leaders you've got these massive entrepreneurial sort of business owners and they're they're I mean you look at Elon Musk He's talking about colonizing another planet, for God's sake. He, he's he's gone beyond like monetary terms of of like the Earth. He's like a bit like, well, I've I've got three successful companies. Um, my net worth's this. He's what he's thinking about is gone beyond even our planet. And and the irony is, so is Jeff Bezos, so is Richard Branson. So there's there's a select few people that are thinking on a different, proper different wavelength than mm -hmm. than most people. So that. By the time we come to 2050, you never know. With those two going at it, they might have a rocket on. We might might have a colony on the moon. We might have yeah. spaceships flying yeah. backwards Tra and forwards. Travel agents to, uh, will be space agents. <laughs> well, yeah. So yeah. yeah, already, yeah. Richard Branson selling tickets to to experience what it's like to be weightless and go to space as such. So it's a little bit like, wow, okay, and and yeah, a lot of that has been compounded. The acceleration in the last. Yeah, a few years has been scary since, like, even like the iPhone, the iPad, mm. all that. Yeah, the last ten years has been quite nuts. When was the iPhone out? Bax? I think it came out in two thousand eight. Yeah, so yeah, that right. fourteen years. Yeah, yeah. It's, when you're in it, you don't realise, dear, but it's, a lot's happened in fourteen years. Well, in a, yeah, in my lifetime, I remember dial-up. I remember fax machine I'm, I'm at that cusp where i remember sort of the first pcs and stuff like that in the 80s so in the last 40 years <coughs> color so we're TVs talking about me. 30 years but yeah color tvs <laughs> okay yeah we went from round screens to flat screens and that was like earth shattering <laughs> well yeah i remember the widescreen everything was a square box wasn't it and then all of a sudden widescreen yeah. and then it, yeah we went from there but but yeah it, the, so if the, you think about that then the iphone 14 years ago in another 14 years, to take it back to where we started, that kind of metaverse concept, could that be happening? I feel, I feel like it could. I feel like that could be yeah. how we go to work or how a big proportion of the population go to work. 
get in the TARDIS and just get to a point well, B where about, okay, you need so and you'll be Think there. about that then. So in, in terms of what you said there, the TARDIS, so that concept of time travel that, that's been talked about in Doctor Who and all these different like like Star, Star Trek and stuff like that, effectively that kind of what it, you're putting on a helmet exactly, and, and you're getting teleported to another location and then you're there mm. instantly more or less just watch so out for the Daleks of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of it's win-win so isn't it's it so of, for the colleague employees they, they don't have to travel to work they can stay at home good for emissions good, for, good yeah. for emissions good for emissions you think about yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah good right. for the world good for the planet good for UK PLC in terms of the economy good for the business because they don't have to invest in big head offices and the overheads that come with that cheaper expenses blah blah, blah. the the technology is exists it's it's there i can't really see what's going to stop it happening and it's it's happening like again you just said it just then these big businesses that are getting rid of their head offices because mm. it's expensive real estate and i've i've spoken to two this week that have done exactly that big multinational companies that that their little subsidiaries that they've acquired they're a bit like well don't necessarily need that head office anymore. Mm. That those hundred workers that I used to having, they're all working from home. They're all doing a job. Yes, okay. Some of them have, and because they've leased this nice fancy building, they've, they've got rid of that one. They've they've decided to to put a temporary building in uh, in a, in a place that they own the land and things like that. So they're, they're trying to reduce the costs in in that regard. But so what? But then, if you, but, then, but then if you speak to some of the creatives. Like um, I know that certain people in the sort of marketing space and, and advertising, and they will argue like mad that they want to be together because they can bounce yeah. off each other, creative ideas. That can, and that's but you that's, can be together. That's though, the, in the key metaverse. for me. Well, yeah, you can. And I know I'm coming across as the dinosaur here, but you, you, you can. But the key for me is that I actually think we're at the start of that curve, so we don't actually know. You know, it's a bit like not getting controversial like you know your your, va and your vaccinations and things yeah, like that. we yeah, yeah, don't yeah. know down the line what what actually may you know yeah, if yeah. there are any side effects and it, and the same is if we start getting rid of all these central buildings that people are used to coming into yeah. we don't know what the effects are five years from when the pandemic started and we all had mm. to start working from home we're basing everything on a very short small not short small data set and and that's not to say we of course we are we're going to end up and we'll all be working from home and we'll all be putting these things on and ending up somewhere else but but even if you did have to get your team together once a month which yeah you're right you know in the meantime we can use the metaverse to do a lot of that but once a month we get together you still don't need head office more of a yeah more get, of a social a shared space or a shared sort. space yeah yeah the, yeah the that's fair and, and that, type space. that happens now when you've got like lots of you know regional sales people or things like that you know so you flip so it the other way that, sorry if you look at it the other way in terms of like what we've seen in retail so obviously all the online sort of um stores and people started purchasing online with amazon and, and all the rest of it um the high street just died a death mm. like and then but even before that we had these these sort of shopping uh outlet malls mm. and other bits of bit that sort of on the outskirts of city centers so i mean in hull where we we live you go down white forget or wherever where it used to be full of shops and mns and neck all these big they've all moved out and then and then now the town planners are a bit like well how do we get people back into yeah, the yeah. town and but my brain was going to the same yeah, point okay. and i was thinking if this does happen over the next 15, 20 years, what, what does that mean to places like London, like Canary Wharf, where yeah, yeah, yeah. the price per square mile is astronomical? Like, do they need, they don't need to go into Canary Wharf, well, don't you? So what happens there? Chief of Barclays, when when we all got sent home back in 2020, not mm. long, you know, two years ago, was sort of saying, actually, my whole banking corporation has carried on and everyone's at home. Mm. And I'm paying, you mm. know, tens of thousands of pounds per square foot meter, whatever the metric is. Yeah. Um, and everything's just fine. I don't, I don't need this mm. huge yeah. skyscraper in Canary Wharf. And um, so, yeah, it is, you know, it is going to happen. And, and I think it's right to happen down the line, but it's just at the moment, I think there's, for me, there's just those, those unknowns as to, the effects on people you know we go take it a step further you're saying about shopping and things like that you know who doesn't mind going on amazon every night and saying oh I'll buy that i'll have that tomorrow that's brilliant instant yeah. but what about a pub 
What about yeah, restaurants? Exactly. You know, like they're the sort of things. Are they going to be the only things that exist in any sort of place? A gym. We're starting yeah, I mean, virtual gyms. Yeah, town centres and things like that. Peloton. People are going to... There you go. Yeah, yeah the Peloton, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's kicked off massively with the virtual sort of, yeah, at home sort of cycling and bits and pieces. But the the these town centres, they've obviously got history. So that that's always going to be a draw. Like London's mm. always going to have a draw and then the, the cultural side of things. So then it... Then it comes back to, okay, so you take away the mundane oh, stuff and you allow people to go back to being human again. Okay, can we allow that cultural side of things to come out of it? So again, again, London is a bit of a mixing pot. There's loads of different ethnic backgrounds and all sorts of stuff going and different religions and different. So are going to people wanting to travel to different places to experience that? Or are they going to stick their headset on and, and go yep. to a virtual Mumbai or, or wherever and go and try and... Because there, there is going to be... And this is where, you're right, we are going to be in a very strange position because for people like ourselves that have done a bit of travelling that have been... It, so kids are going to try and do it virtually, maybe. But then are they going to... So, for example, a state agent, before you spend loads of money going to see that, mm. can you do it virtually and think, actually... Yeah, it's worth the money. I'll then go ahead it's and worth my time. Yeah, it's my worth time my time precious. and effort. And, and yeah. is it worth me going? Yeah, but I know what you mean. You, you'll end up with a very curated kind of view of the place that you're going to, won't you? You don't get, to, you wouldn't get to see. I wouldn't imagine the real New exactly. York and the what happens in the side streets of New York and all. Yeah, and that's I a bit that's... like a packageology, if you like. You kind of you. You're buying stuff, you go, you experience, but you're right, it's like the authentic, the yeah, and that I think might happen. You strip back the layers a bit and you and you and you get to the authentic side of things. Can humans be a bit more authentic? Can can you actually get to the real New York, the real as opposed to the the yeah. poster and the, the, the brochure sort of uh, yeah, see the sights and and yeah, smell it, but again, because we're we still have other senses, taste, smell, mm. sight, sound, all that type of stuff. It's it's going to be difficult to replicate all of that digitally. I yeah, so I think that's, that's where fair. we need to be very clever and, and just sort of not draw a line because I think it'll self-govern to a certain degree. I think humans, by nature, we, are, we like to be social animals. We like to be together because, I mean, you look at prisons the worst thing you can do is isolate someone mm. so um yeah i think we'll naturally want to herd together <laughs> come from. do you know what i mean I, but I, I was going to use the analogy of isolation from from covid but because again everybody felt that we don't yeah, like yeah. to be restricted no, no. we want to be most people's want to be free we, mm. we want that freedom to do and say and move around it has been great getting back in the office hasn't it it's been really I do, I, yeah, and you can do it virtually, and you know we we all have chats, you know, via Teams and have you know a bit of banter and things like that. But I think there's n nothing, you know. Hopefully, after this, we might go for a quick beer. But n nothing beats just like sitting around the table, uh, having a yarn, a bit like we're doing now, and and have doing that mm. in person. But just picking up on what you were saying about um, London and things like that. Having worked in London for like seven or eight years, actually, for me. The beauty of what technology is today and in 10 years time, 20, 30 years time is that actually you don't have to, you know, I had to commute two hours each way to London. Yeah. I was a sardine on the tube, on the tubes. Um, if you missed your train, you know, whatever, um, driving in and out of a capital or, or a, a large city is just the pits. Mm -hmm. So actually where technology will take us from our work environment to become efficient, effective and, you know, do things much more, you know, uh, proficiently, if you like. Actually, it will free up time to then go into London and actually do the the personal social stuff and mm. enjoy that in a physical. I think I that's think, where technology. Yeah, I think will... you've hit on something there. I think you. I don't know if that metaverse will replace the leisure element. I think you're right. Going into London for a leisure and seeing the sights is one thing. Will people spend two hours on the tube going in to get into Canary Wharf to have meetings? Probably not, mm. you know. Uh, I think that that could have a massive impact on our capital and you know every other city around the world yeah. if that does happen. Then you think a government's planning for that? Are they aware of that? Are they do they think this is coming? And if they are, why are they investing in HS two and B 
big infrastructure projects to get people into London every see, single day. I, see, I don't think they are aware of it all because, again, these sort of thought leaders, if you like, are so far ahead of and their aspirations are so far ahead that the government seems to have to react to, oh, yeah, we've just dropped this new idea. Again, the metaverse is a strange one because it has to have different technologies need to collide at different points because it's been around for a while. Like someone said with PlayStation, for example, it had a little virtual thing. You could be a little avatar and, and you could you could have a little house and you, nobody really used mm. it. Nobody was bothered. But now it's a, a bit more immersive. They're actually putting it on a mm. headset and you're actually wandering around as such. But it's... but. I, you're not really walking because you're sat on your couch and you're using your little joysticks to wander around. Mm. So it's a bit, still a bit odd. Technology's funny, isn't it? I think it's the Gartner, I'll get back to look up in a minute. I think it's the Gartner hype cycle where you kind of get a, a big peak of like hype in new technology and everyone gets on board with it. And then it drops off a cliff because it doesn't take off as quickly as people expect. And then slowly it builds its way back up again and it, then it becomes part of kind yeah, of day-to-day life. Yeah, you've got to have a certain amount of things of sort of collide at the right time to sort of for it to take off. Yeah, we've probably seen the metaverse as lots of hype when you know Zuckerberg got on board with it and then it kind of dropped off a cliff. But I think over time, quite rapidly, probably it'll start to pick up again and infiltrate our lives. And, and that's the thing for me is, you know, we, we were talking pre coming on here you know back at what was happening back in the 90s the noughties we were talking about the iphone came in in 2008 whatever and the speed of you know when did you know the likes of amazon start that was like 2012 something like that was it 2013 or okay but but where that's gone where that started to where that's gone now and where it will be next year i mean just for me, despite being a bit of a dinosaur, the excitement as to where technology is going and and how it makes our lives better, both personally and professionally, is uh, you know it, it's exciting. But you know, part of me is like scared in a positive sense as to where this mm. will end. Yeah, no, I, I, agree. Just, I mean, agree. So just just to put in, so the hype cycle, mm. it's five phases. So you've got the technology technology trigger. Um, which is a potential technology breaks breaks through, everyone gets excited. Then peak of inflated expectations. So, uh, you know, any publicity um, produces loads of success stories, but then often accompanied by lots of failures. Trough of dis- disillusionment. disillusionment yeah. um, interest wanes, um, people, you know, start to, interest starts to decline. Then you've got a slope of enlightenment. So more instances of how the technology can benefit um, the enterprise starts to crystallize and become more widely understood. <coughs> and then plateau of productivity, so the mainstream ad- adoption starts to take off. Um, and not to put in, but I think it's kind of interesting because you've got hype cycles all overlapping and interlinking at all times. Mm. So it's, it, and that can maybe make it kind of difficult to even realize what hype cycle you're in. Yeah, so yeah. Um, sort of merge together and if you think about like Google Glass mm. which I think was quite a while ago yeah. and then that sort of was going to be the big thing was all going to be wearing Google Glass and then all of a sudden it just died and then again recently then this the whole VR headsets have come back in and they're a bit better and, and we've seen them a bit more but still it's not quite there yet is it? No. Yeah. I think sooner or later we're going to get there and just one other thing actually when you was talking earlier I wanted to mention um, what about 3D printing? And what about instead of having chefs at restaurants, mm-hmm. you can have, you know, Gordon mm-hmm. Ramsay or name your chef, 3D, 3D printed meal that tastes better than mm-hmm. any meal can taste. Is that? Yeah. You, you probably hate that. But why, why would I hate that? Because you're, you're a self professed dinosaur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, so I don't what, he wants his vegetables to grow out the ground. Wow! Wow! Oh my days! No. Um, what do you mean, like so? Okay, so you could just go online and download something, and then say, "Oh, I want Gordon Ramsay to cook me a meal." So you download something and you three D yeah. print it. Three D print food. Wow! Okay. Three D prints, and you just go like in Star Trek because a lot of the mm. things that we're talking about now. Yes. Some someone's already trust me. Three D printing's got rapid. Mm. Trust me on that one. Now, but one day, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Be, and then instant communication again. Star Trek. You've Ref- got a three D print, don't you? 
You got oh, easy. I didn't want that public. Thanks for no. that. Um, I refer no, my son has. I, I refer you back. I refer you back to my earlier response about personally going out and having that experience, but not in your own. Yeah, you, know, you want to get out of your house, no, don't it, you? It could. It could be the same in a restaurant. So rather than a mm-hmm. team of chefs in the kitchen, why can't they just freely print food? So what we're going to do with all the all the chefs in the world? Are just going to be. Well, that's the question we've been asking, isn't it? Like, what do they do? They, do they do they move to three well, days? They don't reload so, the 3D printers. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting concept. Uh, because, again, it doesn't all have to be one thing over the other. Mm-hmm. No, it, it doesn't. You're right. It yeah. could be an integration. There might be things in the kitchen that are, are right ball it, sort of the equivalent to some of the processes that we automate, mm. where it'd be so much easier if you could just have a, a printer that just sorts that bit out for you. Mm. But then there might be certain bits where you really take pleasure in, you know, so, garnishing or yeah. something. Yeah, it's seasoned. Oh, it's all pepper. He's the chef out of the three of us, but um, or the four of us. But what what I would say, actually, what I, I, I love the idea of being a dinosaur is that um, what a great opportunity to open up to everyone, the opportunity of it have, having a mm. fine dining experience. That actually is, that's, you know, if that was ever to come about, that would be brilliant. That that's a great point. Yeah. Anyone could experience, you know, going and paying what, you know, in, in the current <coughs> world, we'd pay an awful, awful lot of money to, to do that actually you could just say, actually, here's my, here's my 3D printing file. Can I have this unbelievable meal? Mm. Bosh. And, yeah. And I'll, I'll jump back out the conversation now, but yeah. it's a really good point because that's what technology seems to do for the world. Is it seems to even the playing field giving people access because even in third world countries, you know, that I've been to, mm. people uh, uh, have very, like, few resources but still have smartphones mm. and they're still plugged into the internet. Yeah, yeah. I've, seen still, that. I've seen that. Yeah. You know, have side hustles or get into NFTs or cryptocurrency or whatever and it levels that playing field because 20 years ago, to get access to the computer and the internet, yeah. Cost you a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you'll always get someone trying to create exclusivity to charge more. So there'll be an ex- exclusive event that you can't get tickets to, or there'll be yeah. there'll always be that side of things. Because once you, once you've got all the money in the world, it's a bit like, well, what? I can buy anything. I can do anything yeah. type well, thing. It's like, and then yeah. and then you get a, yeah, yeah build a spaceship. <laughs> ultimately, technology improves the standard of living doesn't it for the population yeah, 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 or it yeah. should do but then there's always somebody pushing the envelope to your point and taking it to the next level which is what bezos et al are doing yeah so tomorrow's workplace today we might be working on a spaceship in the moon do you know what <laughs> I, I love <laughs> the idea spinning it back around to me being on the golf course i love the idea of actually technology allowing me to do my day job as effectively and efficiently as possible and still playing 18 each day mm. perfect that's it yeah it's good one. It's a good point. Should we leave it there? Good place to end. Good place to end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.